This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we have a slightly longer bit of an update for this classic. Uh, because this weekend is Father's Day. So we're bringing back a sort of more recent uh, classic on the sad murder dad trope, which is one of my favorites. It does discuss uh, grief and loss, though. So if that's not your thing, I totally understand. I hear you. I see you. But as I was lying awake a couple nights ago, as I'm bound to do, I started to think about... (laughs) The gendering of Father's Day and Mother's Day. I started to think about how Mother's Day is so much like flowers and let's go get brunch because you the idea being you normally cook. And so this is your day off uh, that you get breakfast in bed and this is your day off, which, by the way, Mother's Day, I haven't researched these numbers recently, but was before the pandemic, the biggest day for brunch. And then Father's Day is like, this is the day, the one day that you do cook when you grill out (laughs) and you get, you know, a lot of compliments for that. Um, And and also I wanted to bring this one back because now a lot of you have seen or heard about The Last of Us. And this is very much like kind of a single dad doing his best midlife crisis. The same with The Mandalorian. That's what all these articles coming out were like. This is just kind of a single dad (laughs) trying to do what he can. Um, But I did briefly research it and I found this article from The Atlantic. And I want to be very clear here before I read some of these quotes. This is about cards in specific, okay? Uh, Like greeting cards we buy. Okay, so here's a quote. In card world, mothers do everything and fathers are an afterthought. The messaging isn't subtle either. Some cards are very clear about which parent is considered more important. Happy Mother's Day to a woman who does it all, read one card. You work, you cook, you clean, you nurture. 
you crazy? But the woman on the inside of the card has a happy enough expression, even though each of her limbs is engaged in a different task. A month later, I found a Father's Day card that said, Father's Day is in June, because about a month after Mother's Day, somebody went, hey, wait a minute. In reality, it took much longer. President Woodrow Wilson declared Mother's Day a national U.S. holiday in 1914. It wasn't until 1972 that President Nixon made Father's Day official. Uh, and then the article, which I highly recommend, goes into things like um, the number one dad, as if the dad needs a reward, but it never specifies why. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, here's a quote. It's never quite clear to me what the dad is supposed to be relaxing from. <laughs> uh, and this, it's kind of the difference of the mother is hiding away from her family on this day and finally taking a break. Whereas this is the day the father does spend with his family. Again, this is in card world. This is like stereotypes and generalizations, but it's more, this is what we're saying in these cards we're giving out. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it's true. They even said, like studies have shown, fathers have been doing more and more work. It still is uh, more and more work in uh, the domestic sphere, but it is still weighted towards women. But also women, you know, have entered the workspace in a lot, a lot more cases. So they're very like, old traditional stereotypes too it also implies like when moms do get their day off it doesn't work out like she still has to take care of the family but then i found a whole other thing which i feel terrible about but i never thought about before but there is a non-binary parents day uh april 18th and there are petitions for Mother and Father's Day to become just Parents' Day uh, to, you know, lessen these gendered stereotypes and make it more inclusive. That would be easier for the visits yeah. and such. Right. <laughs> and the gifts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it just, it is interesting how much of this is very dependent on very gendered, but also very like traditional gendered stereotypes, and they're not helpful for anybody. Uh, they're, they're pretty harmful. And as as all these articles I read, and I'll say it too, like I, I've got nothing against Mother's Day, Father's Day. <laughs> I just think it's like worth asking these questions. Right. right. Again, and then we talk about the fact that the majority of those holidays are Hallmark-led anyway. So these cards, you know, yes. they're... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're wanting you to split it up so you have to buy double the the cards, more yep. presents, all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I thought I just thought I'd bring this back. And if anyone has any thoughts about this, uh, please write in and let us know. But in the meantime, enjoy my very on brand discussion of my favorite one of my favorite tropes: the sad <laughs> murder dad. Sad murder dad. <laughs> Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And it is time for another happy hour. Despite the name, I think this one's going to be mostly a happy hour. Or at least like a not unhappy hour. Even though we are going to talk about grief. Uh, but not much, not much. Is it an okay hour then? 
Yes. Okay. I think it's going to be like the kind of enjoyable ranting hour, but who knows? Uh, I don't know. If you like this kind of thing, I think you'll be into it. But if you don't, maybe maybe not. Um, So as always with these segments, drink responsibly. Uh, And what are you sipping on, Samantha? You know how we talked about uh, trying to switch up our drinks every now Mm -hmm. and again, but we still have our faves? Yeah, I'm drinking a fave. So I'm drinking my Vino Verde from Trader Joe's. Not a sponsor, unless they want to give me a case of this wine, because I really like it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm just sticking with that today. It sounds nice. Sounds refreshing. It is light and refreshing and appley. Okay. Well, I kind of had a similar issue again. So (laughs) last time I made like a gin and tonic with beer. This time I made like a gin wine slushy tonic thing. Interesting. Yeah, because my friend, I believe I've told this story before, but I have a friend who, Katie, uh, who was on our episode about um, women with red hair, uh, she loves snacks and I don't like snacks. So, and she loves desserts and I don't really eat desserts. So she'll, every time she comes over, she has started to bring desserts and snacks and things that she'll like, and she'll leave them here. But that's part of the problem is I don't like having that stuff around. But she did leave this whole like case of these wine slushies. Oh, yeah. And she's become increasingly frustrated with me that I won't drink them, but I also won't throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you, maybe you'll want them one day. And she flat out told me I'm never going to drink those because it's become a point of pride now. And so I'm trying to be stubborn and drink them slowly. Uh, so take that, <laughs> I Katie. That. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, so today we are going to talk about a trope I've mentioned before. Um, the sad murder dad trope. And I know this sounds kind of dark, but the timing of this is the anniversary of my dad's death. Um, and, you know, I was thinking, I feel like uh, in the years since he's died... That I I still have occasions where I just get so so sad, um, and and one of the things I do on the anniversary of his death is I watch Star Wars, which of course um, we love Star Wars together. We watch Star Wars together. I can't hear Obi Wan without hearing him. Um, and the sad murder dad trope is I first heard of it about Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> so he's the original sad murder dad in my book. Um, And I did get, Samantha knows, I did find this letter he wrote me. I have not opened it yet. I still haven't opened it. I can't do it. I'm going to. But it just feels like it's going to be such a big before and after. Like, once I open that letter, I think it's going to change something. It could possibly be, like, legal documents, and I really need them. Um, I was cleaning out my apartment, and I just came across this letter that when he gave it to me, he left it on my bed. And when I found it, I was so angry. I just was like, I would never open this. And now I'm kind of sad because who knows what's in there. Maybe it would have been important and changed our relationship. But too bad. I will never know. Uh, I will open it. I will. But not today. Not for not for a minute. Even though I said I was going to do it on Father's Day and I never did. And I said I was going to do it the next weekend and I never did. I've like picked it up and held it and almost opened it several times. And then right. like, no, I can't. I can't. Um, you take your time. Okay, thank you. It just, it does feel like it's going to be a big, I don't know. It feels like it's going to be life-changing, or at least potentially, like, temporarily life-changing. Right. It's definitely, no matter what, it's your dad's words to you, who you have been seeing, because he passed Mm -hmm. away a few years ago. And now you have this back again, and you just come to the point of being, like, kind of okay with his, um, because he didn't leave you in a good place. 
Mm-mm. That's, you know, that's obviously. So you like could be reopening wounds that you, yeah. you don't want to think about. So absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I just, I, I, I have this, like, I have to read it. I have to mm-hmm. read it. Because some, somebody said, like, you don't have to read it. Like, maybe you just don't read it. I'm like, no, I have to read it. Um, so I'm just waiting for the time when it, I just am worried it's going to really, like, the next two weeks are going to be ruined or something. Like, I'm not going to be able right. to work or I don't know. And again, it could just be, like, legal documents. <laughs> Who knows? I, I almost got that. you to read it. I was like, you open it and you tell me what it is and then I can prepare. <laughs> I can do that for you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's sitting there taunting me. It's... Uh... <laughs> And I did go home. I went home to see my mom last weekend. And every time I go home, that's pretty... Like, the memories are just everywhere. And then mm-hmm. I, I've never been to visit his grave. And every time I kind of drive by it, that, that's always... That always gets me. That's, right. that's a rough time. But again, maybe one day I'll visit it. But all of this to say, I am someone, as you know, who loves anniversaries and traditions and marking occasions, no matter how sad they might be. So I am going to talk about the sad murder dad trope. Um, and I like to think my dad, who did love Star Wars and Darth Vader and movies in general, would at least get a kick out of it. Um, <laughs> so this has also been on my mind because I very excitedly showed you, I sent you pictures. I finally got my, uh, I donated to AO3, which is the big nonprofit fan fiction website. Mm-hmm. And I finally got, they sent this deck of cards as a thank you to everyone who donated. And each of the cards has a trope, a fan fiction tag on it. Um, and they're so cool. And I love them. And I'm going to show them to you next time we hang out, like everyone. Yes. Um, but sad murder dad was not in there. Oh, no. <sighs> well, yeah, I did get these pictures. I was very confused. I'm like, what am I looking at? Explain, because like, I didn't know what was happening. And then, of course, you're like, this is what I was like, oh, okay. Very exciting. And I'm really excited to see them all. You sent a very confused text, that's for sure. Because yeah, I sent yeah. like 10 pictures, because that's the limit on my phone. I can only send 10. <laughs> or I would have sent you like 20. It was. It, was, it was just kept popping up. So I was like, what? what's happening? Mm-hmm. I think that was a, what's happening right now was my yes. comment resonance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They also didn't have a cinnamon roll trope, but they had a lot of my favorite, they had a lot of my favorite tags. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. If you don't know what the sad murder dad trope is, it's essentially exactly what it sounds like. Um, It is a father figure um, who uses violence and murder in the name of their child and is very sad about it. Not about the murder, but it's just sad. <laughs> just a sad character. And, and, and Darth Vader is the first time I ever saw that tag. And I, he is frequently displayed that way. He's frequently, and I mean, this is, I would say, accurate as his character. He's very possessive of Luke because he doesn't know Leia is his child when we see him. Very possessive. So like he can hurt Luke, but no one else can hurt Luke. And he will like, kill anyone, including the Emperor, for Luke. There's a lot of violence in his name that Luke doesn't want. Um, but that, but he's also very sad as a character. A lot of the introspections I've read, very sad, because he missed out on Luke's life. He, Luke doesn't want to be with him after he makes the, the announcement. Um, the revelation, I am your father. And it is a really interesting trope. And it's one I feel like now that I have that name for it, which is kind of a funny like fan fiction name um, for it. I see it all the time. Um, and we have talked about it before. We talked about it in our uh, survival video game series. Like anytime we bring up The Last of Us, because Joel, I would say, is a sad murder dad. And that weekend where we did Star Wars and Last of Us for my birthday, you even joked it could be like sad murder dad weekend. Yes. I was trying to find the perfect name, but yes. alas, we did not stick to that. I think we said Sad Soup Day or something. Sad like that. Soup Weekend, I think yeah. it was, and it was great. <laughs> the soup was not sad, though, people. No, no, but I did cry. I remember you brought out that piece of pie, and I was crying. <laughs> and I was Hilarious. like, no, this is perfect. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Pie. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, so thank you. Um, so, as you know, I also love the cinnamon roll tag. That's my favorite. Um, which is just somebody who's like a sweetheart, like the most genuine, sincere sweetheart. And Luke is often portrayed that way. Not always, but often. Um, So if you get like the sad murder dad and then the cinnamon roll, I think like the dichotomy there is very interesting because you've got somebody like Luke who is like so sweet and then Vader who's like literally kind of this hulking monster who's killing everybody. And yet... Um, they're related. But I think like these are heightened fan fiction terms. But again, I think this is the same thing that we see all the time where there is a usually cut off, emotionally constipated man who lost something, someone, usually his wife and or daughter or child, goes down a dark spiral, cuts off from everybody, becomes violent, becomes cold, meets a child or somebody, usually a young girl, but 
in this case, no. Um, but like Joel with Ellie, where you meet a young girl who's like the ultimate innocence. I wouldn't call her quite a cinnamon roll, but it's like that same idea of that foil against each other. And then the sad murder dad in question slowly like learns to feel again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but in doing so, does it in a very violent and very like toxic masculinity way of of killing everybody. everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I do think when I think about The Last of Us, and I know I've talked about this ad nauseum, and I probably will forever, like, I feel like people, I guess I just, I have this question that I feel like I know the answer to, but is why, why are we so willing to excuse violence and bad behavior for fathers in particular? Well, while mothers are women who engage in this behavior are evil or bad or failures, and we've got a pretty good episode, I think, coming up where we're going to talk about some of this stuff soon about why we treat mothers that way. Mm-hmm. But fathers were like, oh, but he's so sweet. He's trying. He cares mm-hmm. so much. He'll kill all those people. Isn't that mm-hmm. good? Like, is it? <laughs> it's like showing showing you care through violence. That's not the person, the, the cinnamon roll in question doesn't want. In fact, really, really doesn't want, but mm-hmm. you're doing it in their name. And it's supposed to be proof of how much you care because I think we just value so much masculine behavior more. It's also more dramatic. Like, I'll give you that, but it's not, it is certainly more, I would say, a masculine realm. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
And then this is a bigger issue, perhaps, than we're going to get into too in-depth in this one. But it is something I think about, too, where I can't help but sort of psychoanalyze writers sometimes. And it seems like we have a whole generation of writers who, I could be wrong, I don't know their lives, but maybe had a father who wasn't there that much, or like they felt like as a kid they had to do something to keep them around or were just closed off. Again, I could be totally wrong, but it's just like we see these stories a lot. Maybe right. they feel that way as fathers themselves. They feel like they're failing. They're so their way at their job all the time writing these things. I don't know, but it's just sort of like I see a lot of male writers continually writing these things. Right. And I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> curious as why. Why? Yes. Why indeed? Why indeed? I read a funny article about it in Star Wars that they were like, why? Because, you know, like the Mandalorian and, and Grogu is the same, essentially. Like, why do we keep seeing this dynamic of sort of a like closed off cold, violent man who's honestly not very good at a job? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Darth Vader. At you. Uh, no, I love him. I love Darth Vader, but he's also not very good at his job. Like, He's, he's had a lot of screw-ups in his day. Sure has. <laughs> sure has. And I was telling my friend the other day, that's one of my favorite parts of the end of Return of the Jedi is because he kind of failed as a Sith. <laughs> and Luke kind of failed as a Jedi and they chose each other in the end. But, you know, like, failure, it makes the character interesting. But I'm just saying, like, this writer also made the point of it. it's It's intriguing that we're seeing this play out <laughs> many times in this universe. I'm like, it is indeed intriguing. You are right. right. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. As much as I, I have been complaining about it, and we're big proponents of being cognizant of your media and the messages you send, I do love the trope on fan fiction. Usually on fan fiction, it's less violent. Usually, not always, but usually it's more like they're very, very, Darth Vader's very, very sad. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, oh man, my son don't like me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because I haven't read the fan fiction, but he's sad because also he's mainly robot. And it's painful. And mm -hmm. it's painful. Yes. He's got a lot of reasons to be sad. I'm not going to take that away from him at all. Uh, <laughs> Part of that is his own doing. Yes. Also true. Again, I just feel like we're so much more ready to forgive these male characters than we are women characters. Um, and just like Rifa in recent Obi-Wan, I remember I paused. I was like, I already have it ready, but I want to wait because I think there's going to be a reaction to the final episode and I want to see if, I, if I'm right. And what I thought was going to happen was people were going to how to say this at this point, they were going to look for a reason for her to die no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. they wanted her to die no matter what. Whereas with, I feel like with Darth Vader, people would be more like trying to find a way where he could live. Um, and we've talked about that too, where like, a lot of these sad murder dads never actually have to do the work of the redemption part. They just sort right. of die. They just die. Yeah. And then they don't have to deal with all the fallout. Um, like, I think that's still a powerful story of, you know, oh, yeah, forgiveness, whatever. I make, I'm making it sound really trite, but I do think it's really, it's a powerful story. But ultimately, you died before you had to deal with right. all of the fallout. The reality of, of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are just 
my thoughts on this trope that I frequently run across in fan fiction. And I do think it's very interesting because I think it's everywhere. Um, I think it's I think it's very popular in pop culture. I even saw it, it kind is. of in The Boys, which yeah. I just watched. Um, I was like, huh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> It shows up in quite a few different ways, perhaps. It really but. does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The boys is a whole different commentary because the first couple of seasons were about mommy issues and yeah. now it's gone on to daddy issues. So yep. it's true. So the wide spectrum. <laughs> it's a wide spectrum. Well, perhaps we'll return and we definitely do have something coming up that we're excited to talk about with the depiction of mothers in yes. media, in recent media, perhaps. In recent media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're excited about that. And uh, always excited to talk about these topics. So thank you and cheers. Cheers to sad murder dads. Cheers to sad murder dads. <laughs> cheers to you sad murder dads everywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. If you're around, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Don't murder people. No, please stop. And cheers to you for listening. As always, if there's a topic you would like for us to cover, please let us know. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.